Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Building Blonde podcast. My name is Piper Stromat, and I am your host today. I have my good friends Tara and Lindsay here with me. Hi, girls. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so, these two have worked alongside of for quite some time now and I really wanted to bring them on just to help you all if you're in design school if you're a fellow designer if you are building a home if you're nervous about building a home I want you to hear it from us as a roundtable as interior designers from us directly so that's something that's super unique is that a we've all gone to UTC we've graduated from their interior design program uh, we've all worked together for mm-hmm. quite some time now. We've worked in different ways together, which is super cool that y'all will hear about today. Um, but yeah, so kind of y'all have been best friends for a while. So kind of give our listeners a recap of okay. the past years. Recap. Okay. Make it fast. Okay. Make it fast. So Lindsay and I, we went to college together. We met at Chat State. We were in sketching, I think, together. And then we both transferred to UTC at the same time, both chose the same major, and um, we ended up, I think, making eye contact in our first class, and we're like, <laughs> I know you. Mm-hmm. Where do I know you from? Yeah. And then we, like, were linked, and then, you know, best friends, like, ever since, and Attached now we're, it. yes, and it. now we're work partners, and we are the design team for where we work so yeah it's pretty cool yeah Yeah, like um yin and yang a little bit too yeah right yep yeah Lindsay Uh, is the creative brain and i'm the analytical brain i'm the right brain you're the left brain yeah i love it you gotta have both i think so we were talking a little bit before this and um we were just talking about how you kind of need both aspects you need an analytical person you need a really creative person and a lot yeah. of people don't know that going through school. So can you all elaborate a little bit on that, where you stood in school and then where you are now? Yeah, sure. You go ahead. Sure. Um, well, I think we kind of, uh, I think that was learned a lot through even in just like group projects together in college where um, we may not have known that those were our strengths, mm-hmm. but they just kind of came to the surface and just, and then naturally as, you know, if you're going through school and every project is different that you might work on um but you'll probably just realize like oh i really really love this aspect of this yeah. project or i love the the scope of this project or whatever it might be but um yeah i mean when tara and i were in school i think we learned that really quickly um tara is uh, a perfectionist almost mm-hmm. she is has pays a great attention to detail which is huge um a huge asset to have um as a designer, um, even in just in the in the building industry period, I think. And then um, just for people, for the listeners, we Tara and I work for a production company, so um, we're having to turn around homes a lot. And so I guess prior to me working at Green Tech, I was working with with uh, Piper, working for a um, a custom build, the, the sister division of Green Tech, and uh, uh-huh. so that. I really learned a whole lot of how I can expound more on my creative or creativity, and then um, eventually, um, you know, Tara needed someone on her team to help crank out all these homes and, um, <laughs> Tons and of homes. Yeah. you know, just circling back to like from school, um, 
she knew, I think we both knew that we worked really, really well together and we balanced each other out. And we're kind of seeing that play through as the design team for Green Tech. Yeah, um, absolutely. I I mean, I learn a lot from her. She, you know, creatives, Piper, I know, I think you're probably a little bit more on the creative side. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> creatives, I think, um, and creative means something to, different to everyone, but yeah. I think creatives... like I find myself needing to bring it back down to reality like let's scale it back we need to be like you know just having the you know especially for production um you can't can't do everything but there but I would also argue that like when you have more uh, limitations that you have your your uh, challenge to be more creative in Mm -hmm. that sense too I have to agree with that yeah uh it's like problem solving yeah yeah but anyway um so anyway we we really help each other a lot like I I push her, she pushes me. Uh-huh. Um, we just continue to learn a lot about how to solve problems and, and kind of like push the boundaries a little bit in the production world. That's really what we aim to do, I think. Um, try to do things a little different, but also within the, the scope of our process. Yeah, um, I have to agree with that. And I'm just, I will have to say like all of our backgrounds are kind of in production at some point that's where I started and I'll just I will say I'm so proud of you guys because what you have coming out of the gate right now is just it's so awesome y'all just got um featured on exteriors of Instagram yeah, right I saw I that yesterday yeah, that was so I, cool. that today. I love that and yeah. it's so fun to see um and a lot of people don't understand that you're you're molding something when you work in production. You, you're taking what fits in the, the check boxes mm-hmm. and you make it something that's really unique and keeping it trendy and fun and just, yes. it's, it's awesome. And I think that people don't understand that sometimes. So yeah. y'all's jobs are very in, yeah. intricate. And I feel like we try to, like, I mean, obviously we are considered a production builder, but we don't want, you know, our stuff to look overproductionized right wait that's what Lindsay was kind of alluding to earlier is like we really try to keep things like fresh and new and like we're constantly like on Pinterest seeing like okay what's what's what are people like interested in what are they posting about all the time what are all these designers that we follow on Instagram what Mm -hmm. are they constantly like you know posting what's reoccurring and try and like fit that within a production like mold I guess you could say and like productionize it but there's a lot of thinking that we like in research that goes into a lot of it before we like roll it out because we're like okay is this something that actually can be like redone over and over and over again is this something that can be executed over and over again and like it, it still look cool and fresh and new um and like you know, just jumping through all the hoops before officially rolling it out. Mm-hmm. It's not like one of the things where you're like, oh, let's try it out. And then like, right. you don't, you like, you have to think through it the whole way through mm-hmm. to see if it'll actually play out the whole way through. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of like what Lindsay was saying. Like you have to be creative in a different way. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, it's challenging, but it's really, really fun. We yeah. really like it. And I love that because a lot of like going through school when we were all in school, at least like what year did y'all graduate? It was... 2018. 2018. So we had a couple of years in between all of us, but which is something super unique that they don't teach in school is the different facets that you can yeah. become a designer in. Yes. The creative side. And kind of, there's a lot of people out there, and I, I'm sure that some are trying to figure out if they want to do interior design, and they may be mm-hmm. students right now, or maybe if it's in the first couple of years of their 
professional career. Yeah. What are like what advice would you give to our listeners out there right now? I would say like don't be afraid to like explore all facets mm-hmm. of the industry. And I think like I mean even as like my age like it's still like exploring that like obviously I love my job, but like I want to explore more within the production. Um right. and like, you know, the estimating side is really interesting to me and stuff like that. But Anyway, I feel like don't like put yourself in a box. Like when you're in school, like for me, for example, I was like, I don't want to do residential. I want to do commercial. Like I only <laughs> have my sight set on commercial. Like I'm only going to live for jobs in commercial. And then like reality hit and like I went to Nashville, did my internship, mm-hmm. wasn't really offered a position there, like a position that I could like literally move and make a living there. So I had to come back. And I took a job in the carpet industry and was doing like renderings for them. And then I was always keeping my eye out for something, you know, within more of the field that I wanted to go into. But I think it's more so about like, don't put yourself in a box and like be, you know, willing to explore different options. And like, I feel like there's a lot of pressure that's put on people in school where you're like, you have to work in a firm or else you're not successful. And it's like, that's not, that's not true. Like, I mean, I, I I always dreamt of working in a firm, and it just, the cards didn't play out for me, and I got this position instead, and I'm, like, so happy in the position that I am, because, yeah. like, I've learned so much doing what I do, and, like, have grown so much as a designer in the production industry, and, like, just don't, don't, like, be in school and say, like, I only want to do this, like, be willing to explore other options and learn different facets of the industry because that's only going to make you more well-rounded as a designer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I look back, I I initially wanted to I wanted to like teach art history and like art appreciation and stuff. But then I I felt like, you know, someone down the line told me like you should do interior design and I'm really really glad that I did that because I'm able to execute like I'm really able to exercise like my strengths and grow and learn by doing like with when I look back at my you know career history you know Tara worked in the carpet industry and she decided that that's not what she wanted to do but some people like really really love like you can literally do so many different things you can design wallpaper which is so cool too (laughs) um you can work you you can be a sales representative I, I spent some time working at a furniture store um, as a design consultant and kind of working in sales. And I think I quickly learned that sales is not my strong suit. Um, I knew I wanted to be able to do a lot more than that. I think working for a builder has been, has satisfied all of those areas that I feel like I need it. Like it's challenging. It's challenging the fact that maybe I'm not a perfectionist and that I need to um, you know, pay more close attention to detail, but then I'm also able to exercise my, um, you know, my creativity in many ways. And so I think working for a builder for me personally, I think is just satisfies all of those things. Yeah. And so, yeah, I piggybacking off of what Tara said, um, when you are in school or even if you're not in school, if you're, if you just decide one day, you're like, you know what, like, I really want to be a designer. I really want to, do this um just you can just start somewhere and like just try different things and um, don't be afraid to don't don't feel the pressure to just like stick with something just because you've been told to or that you think that you know one thing means success success means happiness is success whatever makes you Mm -hmm. happy and that is 
cheesy or you know cliche as that sounds um I think there's so much truth to that that's why it is a little cliche but yeah yeah, don't be afraid to try anything at all um so explore like explore the industry because like yeah like I'm kind of relearning this a little bit because my husband he's like thinking about looking at other jobs and like whatever and he's in IT and I'm like oh my gosh that industry is huge like you can do so much yeah like don't don't like confine yourself into a box because like you're only learning like that little bit in that for that specific job but if like you went outside of that you're learning this different aspect and you're applying the knowledge that you do know in a different way and then in addition to that learning completely new things and I feel like that's what you did Piper specifically Mm -hmm. because like you started out working in production and like learned all this stuff with production and then went custom and like luxury custom building and like applied your knowledge that you knew and then also applied it in in that way or in a different way and then learned so much more in addition to all that and like yeah it's just you you have so much room for growth and like design is just so much fun and there's yes. so many different avenues that you could go so like it's like you should absolutely explore all those different options that are presented to you I love that I love that and um that's something that when you said, I think in school, they always just teach you to go to commercial. They never really talk about residential. So I think the biggest thing that I can say, if you're a listener and you're thinking about going to school or maybe you're in school, or maybe like Lindsay said, you're, you're trying to figure out what you want to do. Happiness is happiness. You got to make yourself happy. But what I would say is try almost every industry out. If you are in school, try at least one thing out a summer and just see what you like, because you never know if you don't try it. Yeah. I mean, I was in commercial design, and I was putting together office modules for an office company. Yeah. And I yeah. hated every single second of it. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. But um, building, I will have to agree with y'all. It's one of the most fun, rewarding things in it's the like entire a world. It's a little bit of everything. It is. I, yeah, and I feel like I've learned so much, like, it, it just through the whole thing. Like, when I started, I got hired on as a design assistant, and I, I just was like, I don't care what y'all throw at me. Like, I just want to learn. Like, I just like, want to observe and learn. And, like, I was learning more about, like, the software and all that stuff. And I just literally wanted to be a sponge. Like, I just wanted to absorb everything that I possibly could. And I'm still, even in the position that I am now, I'm like, I still want to be that sponge. I, like, I want to know more about, like, the production side. I'm, mm-hmm. like, always, like, so interested hearing our director of field operations talk and I'm just like what's this what's that like what does that mean like why did they do constantly, that constantly <laughs> yeah constantly like wanting to know more because that it's so true like we're constantly like learning new things and like especially right now like in the pandemic and the supply chain issues and all that stuff like we've had to pivot in so many different oh ways as a company and yes. so like that was a whole learning curve not only for yeah. us but for like the building industry in general like everyone yeah. is like trying to like figure out and pivot and like you know still maintain everything and it's just been a really cool like it's been crazy but it's been a really cool learning experience through it all too yes. yeah I was gonna say um COVID-19 that deserves its own episode it, oh my gosh All we have to do and that tribulations Lord. and challenges I think there's so many people that could resonate with with that and relate and and, and a ton of things that we've learned from that too like um I mean if it weren't for the pandemic I think you know Tara and I at Green Tech we have evolved our process so much and mm-hmm. there's some things that we probably won't change yeah we're not yeah. going to change certain things because we we you know found out that it worked and 
some things didn't work and um, I think that's that's true for a lot of for any industry um, right now too but yeah I definitely think um, something popped in my head when she was talking about being eager to learn um, and everything like I don't care I just want to absorb everything yeah, right I absolutely think that if you are looking to be in design you know whether you're uh, you know just starting out college or whether you're like um, you know it doesn't really matter I think you definitely have to be eager to learn and I think you um, have to be like adaptable almost we're kind of talking about you know we had to adapt to COVID and then we mm -hmm. had to we have to adapt every single day and I think um, and I, Piper and I were talking about this earlier too is um, you d definitely learn something new every single day um, and that's what makes it fun and challenging I think that's what keeps us on our toes oh yeah um, I also so, yeah. think it's like really cool how like for us working for a builder and it's also I would say still considered like a small business both mm -hmm. companies oh yeah like we th this is something that's been really challenging for me and my personality type and something that I've like really had to learn through and like grow through but it's something that I've like realized but anyway I think like not being afraid to try new things because and try different systems and like yeah. you know seeing what works best for not only you but your team and like not being afraid to like be malleable that's why I always like say is like we're I feel like we're so malleable because we're always like trying new things and like that's kind of the luxury of working for a small builder is because like if they're like well this isn't working out let's try this instead and like my personality I'm like no we figured it out y'all we have a like, process the process was in place and like it was working perfectly and blah 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 blah, blah. and then like you know they're pushing me our team is pushing me to be like no let's try this instead right and yeah. then I'm like oh okay I see it now like you're right that does work better and like I think it says something about like you know being being able to recognize that and you're like okay I need to be more uh flexible in trying different systems and processes right you know and that's we would not have been as successful as we were during the pandemic if we hadn't have done that and like I, there was a huge learning curve like for for all of us oh my just, gosh yes. yeah it yeah it was crazy but and I think it's it goes into like pivoting because whenever I know this is talking about like a lot of building that's basically what we do every day it's what the podcast is about but pivoting I think that was a key term that we talked about because no matter what you do in life you have to pivot at some mm -hmm. point mm -hmm. well it just happens in our jobs every single day we pivot 10 times a day because yeah. something may work here may not work here we try mm -hmm. something new well that didn't work let's mm -hmm. try something else so I think malleable is a great term to mm -hmm. use as well so if some of this kind of fits for you if you're a listener and you're looking at something that just is kind of challenging it does challenge you every day to think differently yeah to use the different components of your brain right brain left brain yeah. like y'all were talking about earlier I think that's something that's super interesting so that I love that so a quick question for you guys what has been I love asking people this that in the industry what's your favorite story this far funniest story this far or something that you just can't forget or you're most proud of it can okay. be any of those okay. things but definitely just something that just comes to your mind you're like ooh, I need somebody to know about that um do you want me to go first yeah <laughs> uh so I think uh there's there really are so many things um I think one of the most fun things 
since Tara and I like went to school together, we like worked in a ton of group projects together in college. I think a really fun and exciting thing to tell people is like we literally did a side by side. We did two meetings simultaneously together side by side. <laughs> um, I think that that was. It's just funny looking back because we would, you know, work in group projects together all in school, and then we literally did it professionally in real life. And basically, um, we, you know, we are a production company, and um, we had, you know, multiple design meetings a week, and so trying to accommodate our timelines and and everything um, ended up being to where this family was building um, two houses, um, one for their daughter and then one for, you know, the couple. And they literally um, lived side by side together in the neighborhood in, in Painted Ridge. And um, I just think that was so, such a fun experience because uh, Tara and I both were working in action, like together, but individually. Um, and it's just really fun because we literally drew like we had blue tape in the center of the kitchen island where we lay out all of our materials and stuff, our design palette for clients. Um, and it was just a really fun experience to do that. I don't know if that'll ever happen again. I just <laughs> think that uh, I don't. I don't know many people who could say that they've done that. I just I think that's really really fun, and it kind of brought back all of the things that we've learned in school, and mm-hmm. you know, just kind of it was just a really fun experience. And now. Um, you know, it was just a, it's just a fun experience. I think that's something that was just really funny. Yeah, I uh, love that. Definitely, definitely a highlight. Cause it's like sure. a twelve yeah. foot island, so yeah. you both had like what six feet to work with. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> we kept joking and saying it was like battle of the designers. Yeah, you know. Um. So that was cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, I have to say, um, like a most proud moment for me, I think, is like. Basically, going going to, like, the first neighborhood that was, like, officially, like, the first neighborhood that I had worked solely in, like, by myself. And it was all, like, you know, all the clients that I had worked with and seeing uh-huh. all their houses be built and completed. And, like, you're literally, like, standing, you know, at the front of the neighborhood and you're, like, holy crap. Like, that's mm-hmm. insane. Like, it's such a proud moment that you have as a designer. I mean, just even like one house being completed and you have that proud moment as a designer, but when you have like, you know, several houses or even like the first phase of a neighborhood where you're like, holy moly, this is insane. Like, and that's such a cool feeling. And then also another proud moment, and this is for Lindsay and myself, was um, we have a rental community that we launched like a few months ago. And I think there's how many houses there total like 70 something yeah yeah and, something in townhomes yeah and um basically what what we were tasked to do was and there's no clients that are affiliated with this it's just mm-hmm. like we had to create this um based off of um like investors and so we were basically creating like a several several different amounts of Wow, several different schemes, like exterior schemes, interior mm-hmm. schemes, and we created like this whole slideshow, and basically we we're creating this big presentation to present to all these investors, and it was like a few investors, and there were some other people there as well, and it was like one of the most scary moments I think I had as a designer, because I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is so scary, like mm-hmm. we worked on this yeah. like for so long, and then we had to present it and hope that they liked it, mm-hmm. and 
And it was just like school all over again when you're like working so hard on this project and then you're Months. presenting it to a whole panel of judges and you're just like nervously like standing at the front of the class and you're like breathing yeah. and you're shaking and you're like, oh my God. I can't so do scary. this. Yes, yeah, so like you're literally about to pass out. And that was the moment that I had. I was like, oh my gosh, okay. Like we got this. And so we were spending so much time. We were like writing down all these interior, like internal notes, like in Google Slides and whatever and spent so much time. And then like it comes down to it and we're presenting it in front of these investors. Mm -hmm. And like, it was just flowing out of us. Like it, we didn't even refer to the notes, like, cause we were so confident in our product and like right. what we were selling to them. And we completed it and everything was great. It was like really good presentation. And then like we heard feedback from the investors after and he was like, that was the best thing I've seen in 30 years. Like blah, 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 blah. Aww. And it was like such a cool validating moment. Cause you're just like, okay, I am good at my job. Like, uh -huh. and sometimes you like, obviously you have the confidence in yourself. And as a designer, like, I know this is great. Like I don't need people telling me that this is great. Cause I'm confident in this project and right. this product. But, like, it was just kind of that validating feeling. Or if you hear a homeowner and they're like, oh, my gosh, like, I love this. Like, you really brought my dream to life. Like, yeah. that's such a cool moment to yes. have as a designer um, and just seeing your, like, final product. And then now the houses are all being built and, like, a few of them are, like, close to being completed. And you're just, like, walking through it. And Lindsay and I are like, this is literally a product of her and I and, like, our relationship. Like, it's crazy to think, like, we were literally, like, in college together. Yeah like partners in college and blah 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 and then like now we're like professional designers like creating yeah. these crazy cool houses and like it's just an amazing feeling like I'm yeah. so proud and like we're constantly like anytime we go out on the field and we're walking through our neighborhoods where we just leave and we're like wow I feel so proud like I yeah. love my job like yeah. I'm so happy that this is our neighborhood and like you know like every job has its ups and downs like it's not yeah. always like rainbows and sunshine oh, yeah. and it can yeah. be stressful and whatever but like it's so cool, like, just walking through your neighborhoods and you're like, I've worked with every one of these clients. Like, I've touched every one of them. I've assisted them in selecting their stuff. And, like, yep. it's such a cool feeling to just, like, see it all come to life, you know? Yeah. Oh, the feeling yeah. never gets old, I don't think. Um, it never loses its luster. Whatever, like, however long you've been doing it, if you can continue to, like, I think if you can continue to be inspired in that way, you know, um, that never, that feeling just never gets old, like having pride in your job and yeah. And it's, it's cool, like, like literally walking through your own, your own like neighborhood and you're feeling inspired by your own work. Like uh -huh. that's, that's mm -hmm. crazy. Like, and like, obviously now like Lindsay's worked with some homeowners that I haven't worked with and mm -hmm. vice versa. And like, I'll see a scheme that she completed and I see it on her house. I'm like, dang, that looks so good. You know, like it's like, it's, like a hype girl. You're like, yes, yes, yes exactly. Yes. <laughs> like it's so cool. Like I love, I love that part of it. Yeah. I love it too. And I think, um, like remembering back to like my first neighborhood and I've felt that like, like, wow, this is awesome. But you also remember each person that you built the house for, mm -hmm. you went through things oh, yeah. with, you picked it out, you maybe incorporated like a family member's mm -hmm. like pattern or yeah, color yeah. or a piece of furniture into it. And you're like, okay, wow, I do remember each and every single time. And I think Lindsay and I were actually talking about this um, prior, just that you, you become a therapist sometimes. You don't really know it either. Yeah. I think that's something that my personality, I feel like I, I, I can lend a little bit more introverted a little bit, but like, I really, but it's really interesting. I feel like I never really knew how much I enjoyed 
getting to know people on that level. And I think through design meetings and through different working with different clients, you know, what Piper is saying is you learn a lot about them in ways that you never, it's like, oh, I'm not just designing their house. Right. Um, you could have a client where you're like, this is my forever home. And that probably is a common one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when you actually think about, and I'm sure Tara is experiencing, Tara's, Tara is building a house right now, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So she's building a house <laughs> in Painted Ridge, uh, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she is experiencing a lot of these things where it's a big life moment, um, you know. Mm-hmm. And for us in production, uh, I always think like, you know, you have we have the same amount of time with every client and everything and it's like for for me to help me remember um you know how to work with clients really well I guess is it's always like it's the first time a lot of these people it's the first time for them it's it's probably one of the biggest moments in their life that they're doing and so it's not new to me or Tara or Piper we've Mm -hmm. done this so many times yeah it it's like it's new to them and it's you know a very very curated and unique experience to them and through that you learn a lot about them of like like I I think I mentioned this earlier as an example but like some people really really it could come down to like a specific material that they want because it resembles something that resembled like their childhood or um Mm -hmm. you know uh, like yeah, I don't know. It's just very interesting to think about. Like, they choose certain things based off of what um, their personal experience is. Um, and so when it comes to that, it can be very a therapeutic tool um, to clients where you're like, oh, my gosh, you made my dreams come true. Or so some people are, like, building a house to them is like, I made it. This is, like, mm-hmm. I, I uh-huh. made this. Like, I, I did it. I've always yeah. wanted to do this, you know. Um it's just very interesting, and it's it's kind of a special thing when you think about it. Like, it makes, um, you know, all, like, I think a lot of people think design is very just purely aesthetic, and it makes it that much more special that you are really kind of touching these people's lives in a way. Not right. to be cheesy, but, like... <laughs> but you are. You're literally touching their yeah, lives. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, people are retiring, and that's for their forever home, or it's their first home. I have a client who they like just had a baby and so they're they like plan out it's literally like planning out your life you know yeah your home is your home is your home and so that's what's really cool especially with residential I know we kind of talked about how a lot of us wanted to maybe go into commercial or even hospitality because it has Mm -hmm. a lot of you know it it seems more glamorous or something like that but residential 100% is definitely a way to make it more a design more personal I absolutely. think absolutely you get so, so you're rewarded and I think when I leave some days even when it's the hardest days yeah. and some yeah. every single thing under the sun has gone wrong and hasn't worked out and yeah. things have been backwarded you still go to wow it your heart is still just full yeah at the day and I think that goes to a lot of the people that we work with and I think that is a true fact to that but I think it's also being able to just touch each person's life and have that cup filled. Well, y'all, thank you so much for coming on here thank today. You. I'm yeah. so proud of you two girls and I just, I can't tell you enough. I just hope that you keep perspiring and just keep growing as a person, just, you know, and keep pushing yourselves. Yeah. Thank Push you yourselves sure. all the time. I'm proud I'm of all of us. 
I'm so happy. Thanks for having us. Well, thank you guys. And if you have any questions about um, school in general, if you are maybe thinking about the design industry, maybe for you, if you have any questions at all, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. I'll link both girls' um, Instagrams as well as their professional pages and LinkedIn's to this website and to this podcast. We'll also get some pictures of the blue tape story because I think that is super fun (laughs) now that the house is closed. So that will be linked as well. So awesome, guys, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, guys.